0: All right, hopefully you all can hear me. This is the monthly Guts, Grace and Gratitude forum call and I'm so excited that you're all joining me here this evening. I'm your host, Vanessa Hunter. And, uh, I understand that Sunday evenings can get a little hectic, but we don't want to take any time out of business building, which is why we host this call on a Sunday evening, um, so that we can just get a little, uh, personal development in on the weekend before we get started on our crazy work week. So before I introduce you to our really dynamic Guts, Grace, and Gratitude Forum panel, I want to let you know that last month, um, you guys listened to the call and we so appreciated it and you gave us some feedback about our first call and that was that it was too short and so, and we agreed with you because we felt like we were just getting into the meat of the topic and, uh, and our 30 minute time limit was up. So we, have listened to you. You so graciously pointed this out to us and so we listened to you and we've extended this call to a 45 minute call. And on occasion we may even go as long as an hour if our topic is, uh, requires an extended period of discussion. But our goal this evening is 45 minutes. I hope you're all okay with that, and I think you will be because that was the feedback that we got from so many of you, was please, please give it a few more minutes, give it 15 more minutes or or a half an hour longer. So we are listening to that. We are applying that. We appreciate your feedback on that so much. Also, for those that weren 't able to make the call, uh, we are recording the call, so if you miss it or you need to bail out at some point you 'll still be able to listen in at a more convenient time i've had lots of um, lots of requests for the recording already before we even get started this evening because people had other commitments, and I appreciate that, and uh, so we will make sure that you all get the link to the recording um, so, as we learned uh, from our time together, our time together last month completely flew by and we learned that we've got to get right to our topic straight from the start. So I'm going to introduce you to our panel members in a brief introduction this month and then we'll go ahead and get to the meat of our call today. So our first panel member is a woman who's driven by her passion to help others attract greatness by teaching the principles of gratitude. Her philosophy of showing appreciation has not only impacted business owners and their profit margins, but it's also helped individuals develop a deeper connection with friends and family. Phoebe Trotman embarked on her network marketing career in 2006, and she's been breaking records ever since. She lives in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada our next panel member is a busy stay-at-home mom with she's also a thriving entrepreneur Melissa Barlock has a passion and drive for helping women live inspired and authentic lives with meaning and purpose she spearheads an incredible team which began in Canada but it's quickly spreading across the world Melissa and her husband John are raising two beautiful children Brayden and Lauren in Oakville Ontario Canada and our next panel member um, is a University of Notre Dame graduate and former six-figure earning corporate sales leader, Callie T. Gardens, an avid adventurer who enjoys traveling the world, meeting new people, and building relationships. As she says, her purpose in life is to be true to who she is, give generously, and live life to the fullest. Callie currently resides in Sugarland, Texas. And missing from our panel this evening is Jules Price, who's gallivanting around England with her husband, Jeremy. I'm so jealous. England is my homeland, and I miss it. Uh, So jealous that she's over there right now. Um, And although she isn't on the call this month, she's been a part of our discussion prior to this call. Uh, So we we talk about the topic ahead of time and, and kind of hash out how we all feel about things. So um she's provided some great insight on the front end and the rest of us will share that this evening and then Jules of course will rejoin us on next month's forum call. So with that welcome to the call my panel members. Welcome ladies. Thanks, thanks Vanessa. Hello, so thanks Vanessa. Here. Hi Thank everybody. Hello All everyone. Right. <laughs> okay we're going to uh to jump right in here and talk about our topic this evening, which is creating a positive culture within your organization and um let's first start by defining culture and culture by definition is the behavior displayed by a group of people. So culture, we can talk about culture in terms of countries, in terms of communities, and in this case, we're talking about culture in terms of the culture within, it's actually a microculture, it's the culture within our group or our organization as we are all network marketing professionals. So what what is the culture within your organization is the true question this evening, and how are we supposed to develop that and fortify it and make it better. So, I think we'd all agree that a positive team begins with a positive leader. And um, that's why you'll often hear all of us talk about personal growth and development because that is essential um, to discovering your happiness and discovering what makes you tick. Um, But once we get past ourselves, one of the things that every single one of us on the panel, every single one of us on this call is truly passionate about supporting and mentoring other people and i think for the most part we all consciously look for opportunities to do that. so um and although we do that, let's face it, you know, on occasion the best laid plans go sideways. and that's what we want to talk about tonight are the things that have worked for us and the things that haven't gone so well so that we can really explore this and allow all of the you listening on the call to be able to impact the your culture the culture within your group or your team, and whether or not you 're the head of that team or the leader of that team really doesn 't matter. You can still have a great impact on the culture, so hopefully you 'll get a lot out of this call. I know that um, that i 've already gotten a lot out of it, just kind of exploring this topic and and getting into it a little bit so. I'm going to start with Phoebe because she is on fire in Canada. Canada is just tearing it up right now. So let's jump in with Phoebe. Um, And the reason that I really want to start with you, Phoebe, is because you come from that sports world and you come from that team mentality. And so I want to ask you what you think the most important aspect of developing a strong team or a strong team culture is.
1: Absolutely. Vanessa, thank you so much for having us on and facilitating this. You are just such an inspiration to all of us in the field. And I just I wanted to say how much I appreciate you. And, and this topic is one that's absolutely near and dear to my heart with my background in soccer and being fortunate to be on some incredible teams. and And one of the things that I think we just have to stress again is the importance that it starts with us. It really mm-hmm. does start with us as having that, creating that culture. Well, we have to create the culture within ourselves first, first and foremost. And there's a saying in our profession, right? The speed of the leader is the speed of the pack. Mm-hmm. So it's really important for us to create that first and foremost within ourselves and within our business. And our business will only grow as much as our personal, or as much as we as people grow. And so absolutely reinforcing the personal development side of it. And I think one of the things that we've done really well as a team is we've created a culture where everybody can play. And what I mean by that is we everyone has a part of a team. When you look at any team sport, yes, you're gonna have some people who are on the starting lineup and you know, scoring all the goals or the touchdowns or whatever the sport is. But if you don't have a defensive line, if you don't have the midfield, if you don't have the goalie, you're not gonna create a successful team. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that. And remember to celebrate everybody where they're at, because everyone does have a role on that team. And people come into our businesses for all different reasons. You know, some people, they just want to be a part of something. So celebrate that with them. Some people are in it, you know, to work a couple hours a week and celebrate that with them, as well as the people who are in it. And they're really ready to build and celebrate that. And I think that creates that positive culture where everybody feels welcome, everyone feels supported wherever they are in their goals. Now, that being said, for the people who are, you know, more on the sidelines spectating, we're not going to wait for them. We have things we need to do as leaders, and we need to make sure we're focused on that, but making sure that we're celebrating people wherever they are. And one of the things that we really stress on our team is if you want to celebrate the harvest, you got to celebrate planting of the seeds. So we're going to celebrate everything in between. We can't celebrate the harvest if we don't start with those little things. And so we're really big on celebrating every single milestone along the way, you know, inviting someone to take a look at your business. Let's celebrate that. Invite your first paycheck, celebrating that. And just really, we have a strong culture of just celebrating everybody and making sure that everyone feels welcome on the team wherever they're at. Because as we know, this business is a journey and we want to celebrate along that journey as much as we can.
0: That is so awesome, and that is your philosophy. And I think that's one of the reasons that it looks like Canada is having a blast, and Canada is having a blast. I know that is not just a facade. That is genuinely the spirit and the culture of the team that you all are building up there from coast to coast of Canada. And so I want to jump over to Melissa because you have definitely got it dialed in in terms of team recognition, recognizing those little things that people do on a daily basis, Melissa, and just like Phoebe just mentioned, celebrating people where they are, where they are right now. You do a fantastic job at that. And let me ask you, how did – First of all, how did you even know to do that,
2: and how important do you think that is? Well, um, again, Vanessa, thank you so much for having us on this call and, and facilitating, and uh, so happy to be here. But I want to just kind of piggyback on what Phoebe said. We, you know, I'm actually in Phoebe's downline, so I was really fortunate to come into an organization where Phoebe had that really team spirit mentality. So when I first started, even though I wasn't as gay, engaged when I first started, um, it was neat because I didn't I really didn't know who Phoebe was, but I still felt like I was a part of something and a part of that team because of our, you know, we had our I have our private um, Facebook group and, and just celebrating the small thing. So from that, you kind of the speed of the leader is the speed of the pack. I always say that everybody says that it's so true, because you kind of do what what your leaders do. So um that's kind of how I got introduced to it. I just I just do what successful people do. You know, I I don't try and change things. Whatever anybody is having success with, well I'm going to go and duplicate that. So another thing that I like to do is really kind of um, focus on the fact that this we all have our own companies. We are all the CEO of our own companies. Mm-hmm. So I always like to take mm-hmm. responsibility and have other team members take responsibility of the fact that this is your business. And we to decide what we want to be or how our culture, how we want our culture to be. So, you know, even if your organization is just you, if you're just starting out, you get to decide on how you want to lead and what type of people you want to attract into your business. So having that perspective. So always envision yourself as if you're – A CEO of this, you know, multi-multi-million-dollar conglomerate, and that's the way that I look at it. That's exactly how I've always felt about this business, even from day one when it was just me, because I always have envisioned myself with, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in this incredible culture, and we get to create that. So I think once you start taking responsibility, that's key. Um, it's pretty exciting knowing that if you get to choose, you know, you get to choose who you work with and what you want your organization to look like. So I have a couple key kind of factors. I've got, to, I like tech lists, So I've got five kind of key things that I think that are really important because I wanted to drill down on what are some of the things that are really important, mm-hmm. creating a positive culture, because I think this is huge um, yeah. in building a really successful network marketing business. So number one is defining your legacy. Right. And it's interesting because, uh, our team, my and Phoebe's team is, is team legacy and really deciding what kind of organization you want to have. What type, what would you want other people to say about your organization and your team after being around your, uh, around your group? What do you want people walking away feeling like? Right. Remember, mm-hmm. like attracts like this is so, so important. Do you want people walking away feeling happy, inspired and motivated? Or do you want them to feel stressed out or overwhelmed and demotivated? Right. Number two is engage, um, and what I mean by that is share your goals with your team. It's okay to share your goals with your team, and even people who are, you know, initially going to partner with you, I find that sharing my bigger vision of where I'm going, people are inspired by that, and they want to join you when they know that you're going somewhere and that you are going, that you're, you know, I always tell people, I'm going to the top, and if you're, if you're with me, then come on this train and let's go. Um, it's always fun to set team goals. Phoebe's actually really, really good with this, especially with convention. You know, she always says at the beginning of the year, okay, team, let's see how many people from team legacy from our team do we want at convention? And mm-hmm. it's fun because it's, you know, you'll notice that we started posting all over, uh, you know, our Canada Facebook page and the official page every time one of our team members, um, sign up for convention. We, we, we kind of create that competitive, um, fun kind of nature within our organization as well. And it's fun. It's competitive. People are competitive. So it adds a little bit of, of uh, levity to it as well. I always like that open lines of communication as well, communicating with your team what they can expect from you. Um, you know, if there's certain times or days of the week that you're unavailable. Feel free to share this with your team. Um, when they're joining, so that they know what to expect as well. Generally speaking, my team knows that at three o'clock, between three and four, I'm just getting my kids from school, and I may not be able to get back to them as quick as I'd like to. But it's kind of known that that's where I'm at, so people respect that, and um, and it's nice to have that that double um, respect factor there. You know, mm-hmm. keeping in touch with your team, touching base with them through Facebook Messenger and te- texting, just checking in to see how people are doing. And I don't mean babysitting. You don't want to babysit your team, but you definitely want to let them know that you're there and that you support them and that you care about the success of their business. Number three, um, reward and recognition. This is absolutely huge, huge, huge in this business. Recognition, recognition, recognition. It is so imperative for team building. Um, and recognizing, you know, through edification. Edification is so, so huge in this business. And I think that's one of the things that, um, you know, we can we can definitely ramp up on you know edifying your upline, your sponsor, and they don't have to be an exec, executive or senior executive or an eagle to properly edify somebody. Somebody who's new to the business, you know, if I'm going with a new team member um, and we're doing a, a meeting, they'll edify me, and I'll I'll teach them to edify me, and then I'll edify them as well. Having that um, that uh, reciprocity of edification through both the sponsor and also the the downline is so important. Um, obviously, cards and gifts, sending those cards and gifts for recognition, for rank advancements and other achieve, achievements, maybe celebrating, you know, um, people who have had the most success during the month for setting appointments or one-on-ones or, or whatever that is, having constant team kind of um, incentives. I always do incentives for our meetings, for people showing up at meetings and bringing guests. They get extra points for guests that they bring. Um, and then we have... You know, big prizes or, or little prizes. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can be something that's just more, um, you know, people, people do things for the t-shirt, you know, <laughs> people really mm-hmm. just want to get that recognition. So we're always incentivizing our team to, to, to always, you know, bring those guests. And so we really, really push that by, um, by holding team contests every single week. Um, number four, this one is, this one's huge too. And a lot of people don't bring this up, but I think this is really important. And this is checking your ego. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes I think in this industry you'll see that there's a lot of egos in this business once people start doing well. And no matter how successful we may be or or we may think that we are, we don't know everything, and there's always room for growth and improvement, and we get to learn every single day in this business from one another. So, you know, I learn from my team every single day, every meeting. I mean, just this past weekend, I learned more things from from senior manager Matt Sherb, and it was like, you know, it's nice to be able to learn, and this is one of the things I absolutely love about this business. So just watching that, uh, that our egos don't get uh, bigger than our britches there. <laughs> and then last thing is being consistent with your leadership style i have always maintained that being consistent in everything that you do is so imperative in this business whether you're you know doing this part-time casual whether you're all in whether you're a two three or four be consistent with those daily actions and your leadership style there's so many different personalities and leadership styles and it doesn't matter what that is but be consistent with it you know, learn to be consistent and professional and reliable in everything that you do. And remember, I love this quote, it's how you do anything is how you do everything. So be consistent with your positive language, whether it be in person, over the phone, texting, on social media. Be careful what you put out there because everybody's watching you, and people will do what you do. Um, You know, think about this. If you're a complainer, your team will likely complain. You're opening Mm -hmm. that door to have that those complaints and that negativity to come in. If you don't speak that way, then people won't, you won't attract it. If you're negative, then you're likely attracting negative people in your organization. If you're fun, if you're positive, and you're constantly Expecting those happy, positive, and goal-oriented people. And remember, people do what you do, not what you say. So again, the speed of the leader is the speed of the pack. And most of all, just have fun. Have fun with it, and uh, and and well, people will want to be around you.
0: That is so true. Thanks for that list, Melissa. That is awesome. Those are, those are some great pointers that I want to, I would like to add to that. And um, one of the things that you talked about is the communication and setting expectations and, and some people call that a, a core values or group values or, or sharing those with people. And that is, that is making sure that people know on the front end what the acceptable uh form of communication is what the acceptable correspondence is what the acceptable behavior is at a meeting or at at a function and this includes everything from the way you speak to each other to starting and stopping on time to um to doing what you say you're going to do and supporting each other All of those things feed into your team values or your core values for your team. So I think that's really important. in addition to all of the things that you mentioned, um, Melissa, is is setting those uh, expectations for the behavior that people demonstrate at the gatherings that you go to, whether it's one-on-ones or group meetings. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So – so um, I want to get, so this, this those were awesome um pointers as to how to create a positive team culture. I want to dig in a little bit here and peel back the the surface a bit here and dig into some of the obstacles that you're going to face um, when you have certain challenging personalities on your team, when you have negativity, as you briefly mentioned, Melissa, when you've got people that are not buying into the team culture, so to speak, when you've got challenging um, like I said, strong personalities or personalities that clash with each other, and how how to overcome that and how to handle that, so I want to jump over to Kelly because I know she 's patiently waiting and chomping at the bit here for a chance to jump in um, so I want to jump over to you, Kelly, because I know that that you you really were developing a team when there wasn't a whole lot, this was a couple of years ago, Um, and you set the goal of becoming an executive and really got your entire team involved in it. So you got your entire team involved in your rank advancement and I know that along the way, it, you know, you're bound to face some challenges in that uh, along the way in terms of personalities and and people that don't buy into the whole thing, of what you're trying to accomplish. Can you tell me how you've dealt with that in the past or how you would suggest people deal with any sort of negativity on their team?
3: Yeah, I think there's a couple things. I think one of the reasons that, you know, we experience some of that is because I confuse positive having a positive culture with having a perfect culture. Um, as a leader, huh? yeah, as a leader. And, and when you sent out this agenda this week, I'm like, oh, okay. I love what Phoebe and Melissa are doing. They're the experts here. I this is a topic that I feel that I is a challenge for me at times as a leader. And and we do um, as a team and as a group. You know, I'm very competitive in nature. Very strong woman. I attract very strong women on my team. And we don't always agree on everything. And one of the things that I learned, it was funny. I just I just had a conversation yesterday with a lady here in Houston, but not on my team, that um, the perceived notion is that it's easier in this business for me because I'm not always willing to talk about the challenges and the struggles I've gone mm-hmm. through in my business. And that when we aren't willing to do that, it actually affects the culture of our business, right? There's been times in this business, especially when I was on that executive run, that And because of the things going on in my life um, with my marriage, I tried and wanted to make everything to look perfect. And so I wasn't showing my team the challenges I was having, Mm -hmm. the number of people that I needed to talk to, the times that in this business I literally felt like pounding my head against the wall or the table. I just Mm -hmm. wanted to make it look great and that this is so much fun instead of being open. And I think there's – I don't think that's negative i think it it there's a piece of that that's very positive because i think in this journey we all go through our challenges and so part of our culture is that openness right that's one of the things i've been really working on in my culture and with my team is that ability to be open to be vulnerable to share what it really takes and the things that i've gone to and be the leader that they can come to when they have the challenges or they're going through things. And then really, instead of just jumping to conclusions, which I've been known to do, is step back and try to understand and ask the questions from them, let me understand where she's coming from or he's coming from, and really trying to um, put that into our culture. The other thing I think with the culture is so important is as sidelines that were positive. It's not just mm-hmm. about our team, but if you're a right. team of a bigger team, right? It's cheering your sideline sideline, your upline as much as your own team. And I think that in this competitive we want to do well, we want our teams to do well. But as you guys always say, a rising tide lifts all boats, and that's mm-hmm. true in the culture piece too. Mhm. It absolutely is.
0: It's very true in the culture piece. You touched on something there that I think is really, really important. And I think that a lot of us put on that coat of armor in the morning and we think, okay, we are going to be impenetrable. We are going to project that perfect, everything's perfect, you know, everything's perfect in our world, uh To the outside world and inside we may be dealing with issues dealing with turmoil dealing with personal things and we don't want to let that show and kelly i think that's so it's so important you touched on that but it is very true that if you do not expose a a level of vulnerability to some extent first of all you seem inauthentic um so people start to mistrust you because they know there's something going on but they're not quite they can't put their finger on what it is. So you come across as inauthentic when you're not presenting your true self. And then the other thing is that you don't allow other people to be vulnerable. And that's somewhat selfish um, because you're, you're projecting perfection. People think, oh, I can't approach her. She's got a perfect life. She's got a perfect family. She's got a perfect business. She does everything perfectly. And it doesn't allow them to fail. It doesn't allow them to make mistakes. And I think that's a really important thing that we recognize when we're building our team and when we're talking about positivity, when we're talking about lifting people up, is that we also have to show vulnerability. Um, you know, obviously we don't have to pour out all of our, our deepest, darkest secrets, but I think it's important that we say when we're having a bad day that we're having a bad day. You know, <laughs> it's, not, it's not all
3: roses every day. And I think that that's important to show that vulnerability. And I think that you can have a bad day and say you're having a bad day without it turning it to negative, right? There's a difference between being honest and being vulnerable and open Mm -hmm. and being negative, right? And part of that, I think, goes back to gratitude, right? Am I grateful? I know when I shifted my attitude from that of, um, going out and getting to one of gratitude that no matter where i was and where my team that was that day if i could be grateful and maybe we're not growing as fast as someone else's team or things aren't moving right we're having a slow month but if i can just sit there and be grateful about what's mm-hmm. going on i mean i had a, a not so great the other day the other day and i was literally on my patio some things bawling but at the end i made myself sit there and say okay you got through that now what are you grateful for for yes. what what how can you turn this and what are you grateful for and it's if you can come from a place of gratitude as you have that vulnerability it's huge
0: it is it is and that is the difference between Going to meet someone for a meeting and and wallowing in your pity and wallowing about your bad day or saying, wow, Callie, it's so great I have the opportunity to have coffee with you because I've had an awful day and I enjoy this break and this positive moment that we can spend together. You know, there's a total difference in the approach of that and also in the outcome in in how you're going to feel walking away from that conversation versus how you'll feel if you just wallow in self-pity and wallow in your wallow in your bad day or your bad hour or whatever it is. So um so that's a great point. Thank you so much for bringing that up. I think it's so very important. Um, One of the things that Melissa touched on a minute ago was um, about people doing more for the T-shirt than for anything else. And we laugh about it all the time um, from a corporate side because it's so true that people will do more for a T-shirt than they'll do for a paycheck. It's crazy, but it's true. And some people so I think one of the things that that I really um, have tried to do with my marketing team is dig in and find out what motivates them, find out whether they are motivated by money or recognition or time off or what is it that makes them tick so that I can appeal to that when I'm trying to motivate them. And I think it's really, really important that we dig into that and discover What motivates people? Phoebe, how important do you think that is on your team? Have you, have you worried too much about that or do you just, how do you do it? What do you do? For
1: sure. And I think that's a great point that you bring up, Vanessa. Because people are motivated by different things. Like we we probably many of you guys might have heard of the different personality types and people are driven yeah. by different things. You have the people who, you know, they want to help people. They're really driven by helping. You have the people who are the fun. They want this you know, they want that the recognition outside of it. And you have the people who are like head down, get it done, you know, the workers that they want that. Spotlight from a different, from a recognition standpoint. And then you have the analytical one. So there's different personality types and people are going to be driven by different things. I think, though, so from a uh, just general human nature, everybody wants to feel loved and appreciated. And yes. so even though someone might not be driven by the shirt, When they get it, if we recognize them, that's a big deal for people. And I love what Melissa said about that recognition because it's so important just to let people know that you appreciate them, have that constant communication, you know, just reaching out um, with a little message to let them know you're thinking about them. But I do think it is important because you're going to find too as your team grows, Certain people are going to be the ones who are like, you give them like a goal, and it's like, okay, get to this, and we're going to reward you with this. And Melissa and I collab mm-hmm. on everything um, in terms of our team, and we we'll we know certain people that's going to really drive them. It's like they're going to go and make it happen because they want to have their picture posted and the celebration all that. But we're also going to have those other people that it's about helping. So we make sure, too, when we're doing incentives, it's not solely an incentive driven by that what your personal activity, it might also be driven by your team activity for their individual team as well, too, so that we're recognizing the people who want to help out the people who it's not just for them, it's about their team. And then we're having, we make sure all our contests are fun, right? We want to make sure it's fun for the people who are the fun people who are the wild and out there. It's got to be something fun or we could blow them out of the water, especially when you have extremely driven personalities you don't want to drive someone in in the way that doesn't resonate or connect with them and then for our analytical ones that it's got to be black and white we're very detailed so we'll make sure that we cover all the possible scenarios in that contest and I just think the more we can recognize that everybody, again, I go back to, like, love everybody where they're at. Everybody has a role on that team. I do want to just circle back to the one thing that Melissa said, which I think is so important in our profession, is the ego piece of it. And yeah. how important it is to, our job as leaders is to lift other people up. It's mm-hmm. to build other people up. And one of my favorite all-time um, quotes or poems is by Marianne Williamson. It's uh, called Return to Love. And in it, I'm just going to give it really quick, but it's our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us. Now, I want us to think about the light part for just a quick second. As a leader, your job is to shine. Your job is to, to start that team culture and grow, Hit those. do what you need to do to build your team. But think about it this way, once you hit your job now where it is to shine the light on other leaders, to raise up other people, think of it from a candle perspective, right? Your your candle's lit well, guess what? Now our turn is to light someone else's candle. And in turn, they're going to light someone else and light someone else and light someone else. But going back to that ego, when you light another candle, the original candle doesn't dim. And I mm-hmm. think that's really important for us to recognize that you, everyone has a role. And just by shining that light on someone else, our job is to lift other people out, help them find their brilliance. And that's just one thing that Melissa and I've really done with our team. And we stress that with just everybody is how can we let other people shine? How can we help other people and recognizing that this is a team sport it's a team event right so recognizing people from every place and where they're at in their journey with this business and when you do that it just allows everybody to shine more brightly and allows everybody to feel part of something and have a lot more fun on this journey to the top
0: Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right and i think we cannot state that enough how important it is to lift other people up and and for some reason we I think it's just a competitive nature among human beings in general that, you know, when somebody else gets credit for something something or when they are lifted up, they're often oftentimes that instead of eliciting a a mood of um, somebody being excited for you or an emotional response of enthusiasm you get an emotional response of jealousy instead and uh, I think that that we need to recognize that and in in ourselves and that's where the ego comes in as well when when we are shining a light on somebody else when there is Um, when there are accolades going to somebody else, it does not take anything away from you. That's where you've got to look in the mirror and say, why can't I be genuinely happy for this person? What's happening that I am not elated for this person and that I am comparing it somehow to what I have or haven't done? When in the grand scheme of things, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with their accomplishments.
3: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and well, I love it. what Kelly said about the gratitude piece. I just want to yeah. throw that in there because when you come from a place of genuine gratitude, yes. then that's exciting, right? This, mm-hmm. we, we're in a profession that literally can change someone's life. We have an opportunity to show someone a business where everybody can come in wherever they're at and they can excel. And when we look in the mirror and we say, you know what, I'm just grateful to be a part of this, and have maybe a small little piece of someone else's life being transformed just by opening our mouths or presenting or sending, you know, sharing what we have, that changes things. And I just wanted to reiterate that because unfortunately, I think sometimes people, we're talking about team culture and when you slide an ego in it and I've seen it in sports teams and I've seen it in in this business, that destroys the team culture. I think it's really important that we recognize that, that it's all about lifting other people up. And yes, as a company within your profession, lifting other leaders up and recognizing that and appreciating people that have made a difference in this profession.
0: Yes. Yes. So very important. Sorry. Melissa, I think you were jumping in. I
1: think we
2: wanted to,
3: but I have one Oh, point Callie. So for
2: it, Callie. Yeah, I
3: was um I love that. I recently heard that thing about the candle that uh Phoebe talked about that. And I think it's so important. And one of the things as I was writing some notes around this topic is that I do think jealousy plays sometimes if someone else is getting recognized. And and I think you're very right, Phoebe and Vanessa, that it's not about you, it's about them. And if we can stay in our own lane and not try to compare ourselves to others, because we all are on different journeys in this business. We all go different speeds. There's all things that we have to go through to get to the next level in our business. And so Jody Bateman had uh, talked about in a call about, you know, focusing on your ladder, not looking at if it's on a building and everyone else is climbing the same ladder, not looking at where everyone else is on their ladders, but stay focused on your next rung. And if you can do that and really come from a place that you celebrate everyone within the organization, it just... It just makes everything better in your life and flow, and I know I've been there before. I've been jealous of, you know, what other people are doing in their business instead of just staying focused on me, and when I can take it off me and celebrate them and then just say, you know what, this is where I'm at, let me go focus on my business, it's made all the Mm -hmm. difference in the world.
0: Right, right, and that and that's so so true. I, I think it's also important that we recognize that people have come into this industry very often because they don't want to be told what to do, and they they're tired of answering to other people. So when we're When we're motivating and encouraging and and having that attitude of gratitude and having that positive environment, it is so refreshing to people that are coming out of corporate America where it's always run faster, do more, jump higher. You know, that's kind of the attitude. And there's not a lot of attaboys. There's not a lot of paths on the back. There aren't a lot of – you know, gold stars being passed out in the corporate environment. And that's why when people come into this environment, they're blown away by the fact that we're always patting each other on the back and, and encouraging each other. It's it's totally different for people. And that's why it's so important for us to remain in that coaching and motivational
3: role versus the boss or manager role. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the one thing – that Vanessa, you and I heard when we were at the NMP was about our job is, you know, not really to motivate our team. They've got to motivate themselves as to right. inspire, but we also don't demotivate them. So if someone, exactly. you know, just sponsored their new customer and it took them a month, but they did it, that's a huge success for them. And we right. need to recognize and celebrate that. And maybe someone else on the team just did, you know, sponsored five new people onto the team, but that's their journey. But to really recognize, I think DB, said it best right celebrate everyone and let them be where they're at right
0: right yeah go
2: ahead melissa
3: i was just this whole conversation
2: is reminding me as well when we were in las vegas for the most powerful women in network marketing event, and one of the the biggest key points that i walked away with that i absolutely loved and it it really just pulls all of this together is in you know, in this industry, you want to race to be the first person to get on that stage, right? You want to be the yep. first person to get on that stage, but then as soon as you've done that, you want to be the first person on that stage to make room for your team to get up there, and that really okay. is just elevating and really helping your team to uh, to be the best that they can be. Because the more people that you're going to help out, well, then everybody's successful.
0: That is so so true. That is so true. And the, but the other part of it is, is, is in creating that team spirit and making people feel a part of a team um, because it's, it's in our nature to want to feel wanted and want to belong to something and want to feel a part of something. And when we can encourage each other and bring people into the fold as much as we possibly can rather than pushing them away – then we are going to build a stronger, more productive, positive team just by doing that, but just by doing that simple thing of bringing them in, drawing them closer, bringing them closer to us,
2: versus pushing them away exactly, and you know what, Vanessa, I have to say that with our our weekly meetings, it's something that I look forward to, and I know that our team looks forward to as well, and it's so great to hear that you know I get messages from team members that they can't make it for whatever reason and and they feel like they've missed out. And so mm-hmm. it's really creating that culture that if your, if your team isn't there or people aren't attending the presentations or the trainings, they feel like they're missing out. And it's just, it's a great feeling knowing that everybody's there because they want to be there. They're having a great yeah. time, but they're learning. And they're, I mean, we're building a business while having fun as well. So creating that right. fun and that excitement and almost like that sense of loss. If they're not mm-hmm. there, I think that's really, really key in this business too.
0: I do too. I do too. And then, as you as you get a bigger team, and we're drawing to an end of this call, so um, so a couple last comments. But as you get a bigger and bigger team, it becomes harder for you to connect one on one with every single person on your team. And I think that's why it's so important that you develop that culture from the top down, that everyone has the same level of expectation. Everybody behaves in the same way. Everybody understands what it's like to be on team legacy, for example, or, or whatever the team may be, but everybody understands that that's a badge of honor and they need to behave in such a way that in an honorable way, in a supportive way, in a positive way, in an encouraging way, so that that goes even when you're not sitting at the table, even when you're not in the room, even when you're not even in the country, that your team is still carrying on with that same culture.
2: 100 percent 100 percent quickly true. vanessa i just want to add to that because i had a couple of people ask me recently you know how is it that you have teams all over the world who are who are doing those you know daily daily one-on-ones but also those weekly presentations like how do they know to do that and how mm-hmm. are you getting people to do that and i said i you know it's not that we're getting people to do that it's that they see that we're doing it and people do what you do they will mm-hmm. do what you do and if you're having success with it and you're leading by example they will just do it so that's where leaders are born is when when they're following a leader who is doing what they say or expecting their team to do as well
0: absolutely absolutely Phoebe last words
1: no I'm going to leave it at that what Melissa said was absolutely brilliant and it's so true so I think as long as we set the tone and the pace for our team Um, it'll grow and we do create the culture it starts with us. So have fun with it. I do think that's really important um, to stress. Have fun with it and just stay connected with your team. Let everyone know that you appreciate them, where they're at, love them where they're at, and keep going all the way
0: that is so good and i love the fun part we have a uh, we have a saying on our wall in the marketing department as a matter of fact we put it up on the wall because i said in one of our meetings we were talking about culture we were talking about attitude we were talking about um some of the things that make people feel good about um working and going to work and giving their best effort instead of their average effort and uh, and i said listen guys if you're not having fun at work you're doing something wrong And they looked at me like I was crazy, but we now have that up on our wall. Of course, I said it a couple of years ago, and it took them a little while to let that sink in, that you can actually have a great time. If you are passionate about what you're doing, if you're passionate about the product you're representing, if you're passionate about the people that you spend time with, then there is no reason not to have fun doing it.
2: Absolutely. So true. Yeah.
0: A team that stays
1: together stays together, right? So that is gotta, so
0: true. So true. Leave it, leave it to, to the hard. soccer player to add that.
3: Callie, <laughs> <laughs> so any last words? Yeah, I, you know, it's been an absolute honor to share uh, this call with you ladies tonight because I have learned so much from you as I've been building my team culture. I've learned a ton from you, Vanessa. Jules who's not on, Phoebe and Melissa on that. And I think one of the big things is um know that people are doing their best in the place, that this, for every leader, they didn't start as a leader, that they're learning. Mm-hmm. And you, each of you that are on this call, you're in your leadership journey. Don't beat yourself up if things aren't perfect. If you're having stuff going on in your team, the culture isn't just right. Learn from it because that's really the journey in this business. Learn from it and decide, is that something I want to continue or do I want to try this differently? And then I love what Melissa said about, you know, creating from the beginning what that culture wants and know that yeah. um, this business does – it's so worth it, it's so fun, but that some days – you will have your challenges, and uh, that's part of it. That's what makes us who we are and, and the better leaders and the better people that we become, and that's what I love about this business.
0: And being able to lean on each other and knowing that we have each other's back. I think that's super important when we talk about cross-line support as well. So well said, Kelly. Okay, guys, we have come to the end of our time. As as usual, the time flew by. I think that all of us could stay on the phone for another two hours, but we won't do that to you. So (laughs) here's a little homework. Um, I want each of you that are listening this evening to ask yourself a question. And um, Melissa, I believe, touched on this in the beginning of the call, and, and I have it in my notes for the close of the call. And that is ask yourself ask yourself this my team has a culture of blank fill in the blank what is your team culture whether it's your team or you're on a team and then ask how others might view your team if you can't fill in the blank ask others how they might view your team can they fill in the blank for you and then you need to determine if you want to change your team culture and if you determine that you do need to change it then do it then do it, then adopt some of these best practices that we've talked about on the phone this evening and change the culture. You don't have to be at the top of the chain to change the culture. You have to be someone who is willing to stick your neck out and say, I think we need a culture with more kindness, more gratitude, more positivity, whatever it is that you see that's missing on your team, don't be afraid to talk about it and expose it because it's only through that and through communication that things get better. So, all right. In closing, I want to let you know that this call will take place once a month, and I'm also hosting a monthly podcast that will allow us to dig deeper into some of these topics that we've uh, talked about this evening. I could go; We could go down a 100 rabbit holes that we have surfaced on this call this evening, so we will be discussing those on future podcasts. Um, the podcast will feature people, men, women, all kinds of people from inside the industry, inside our profession and outside our profession and of course, we'll talk about various topics, um, topics that you've suggested and topics that we surface on this call. We released our first guts Grace and Gratitude podcast on June 5th and it featured uh, it featured my friend, network marketing professional and industry icon Steve Schultz. Steve uh, had a really interesting and quite unexpected reaction when I first mentioned the idea behind the Guts, Grace, and Gratitude call, so I decided to interview him about it, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to that interview, I invite you to do so. You can go to gutsgraceandgratitude.podbean.com, that's p o d b e a n podbean.com, Guts, Grace, and Gratitude. Podbean. com, and the next podcast is scheduled to be released on July tenth, and you will not believe who my guest is on that podcast and I'm not going to divulge that at this point I'm just going to say that she's a powerhouse in this industry I could have talked to her for hours because we have it we share a passion for helping other people and we were just on a roll so that will be released on July 10th I want you to mark your calendar because our next debts grace and gratitude forum call will be on July 24th that's Sunday night July 24th and in the meantime please join the ongoing discussion in the GGG forum group on Facebook That that's G Forum, F-O-R-U-M, and that's on Facebook. I want to thank all you ladies on the panel for sharing your insights and sharing your discoveries and sharing your leadership and your skills and your talents with all of us. You are an inspiration to so many people. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on the call tonight. And for all of you out there listening, thank you for listening. It's truly been a pleasure. I'm going to open up the line so we can say goodnight. Thank you all so very much.
2: Plug in, I can I uh, they-